whiskey on diesel boats, they call us bubblehead. Our blood is laced with diesel smoke for sailors to the end. Our diesels wind through the salty brine until we take her deep. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pair of Kings podcast. Hope your day is off to a wonderful start. I'm your host, Saul Thompson. You can find me on Instagram at Saul Thompson. I'm joined this week by my wonderful co-host. I'm Michael Smith. You can find me on Instagram at at underscore Smithstagram. How are you, Michael? What's 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 new with you? Uh, I'm good. I I spent like most of yesterday. I like skipped work and went to uh, Self Edge to record TikToks. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Which How is a funny record? thing to do. Um, I just like uh, when they have new stuff they want to like post on the TikTok. Well, one I went to go someone asked me a question about Rick Owens jeans on TikTok and I don't okay. own them and I was like, I'll go I need something to do, so I'll go find out. Uh sure. good excuse to like skip work and hang out with my friends. Um and then I also just like while I was there, we just like put on some stupid outfits and made some stupid videos. How many pairs of pants did you wear at one time? Do you stack this, raw denim? We only got to two this time. Um, oh. I did not stack any of the Rick ones either. I wore okay. those ones correctly. Do they still have the big Geth ones? They were sold out when I went over. Pretty sure they're sold out. Um, they're they're down to like, they ha- they always have Detroits and I think they're, they've still got some Duke left. I what is not, so? What is obviously all of them are named after certain things. What is Duke? What is that named after? I don't know specifically what Duke is named after. Stumped I, them. Everybody take a shot. I asked a Rick Owens question that Michael didn't know the answer to. I also don't specifically know what uh, Detroit is named after other than like presumably the city of Detroit. Can't have shit Detroit. Because like Memphis jeans aren't named after Memphis the city. No. But there's Detroit and Berlin pants. And I don't think there's art movements associated with either of them. So I don't know. I don't know. I tried um, to Google it um, and I haven't found anything. But yeah, no, tell me where else Self Edge. Uh, there's that the, the Duke jeans are like every time I try them on, I get I want them so bad. I would I would go back to being a raw denim shoddy for those. But I don't have that sort of jeans money. Yeah, I do really want. There's a beautiful pair of jeans there from a brand called Sugarcane. Um, and oh, I was yeah. gonna go to Japan this summer, and I was like, I'll just get a pair there. It'll save me like what thirty, forty bucks. Um, I might as well just get them there. But I don't think I'm gonna go anymore, which is sad. Damn, why not? Going to Norway instead. Whoa, they sell Sugarcane there? No. <laughs> um, is it the the Sugarcane like kind of wide, really slubby denim with the snakeskin patch? Correct. Those things I, sell. I know. Self edge. I yeah. know. They're beautiful. Like the, I told Michael before the podcast. There's like somebody got a puppy and they just like keep it outside. And if it barks, they'll like throw things at it. And so I have to fuck? listen to somebody like abuse a dog um, outside of my apartment, which is stellar. And that's that. Yeah. No, I just like so depressing. That sucks. That every single day at like five thirty. Go throw stuff at them. At the people. Mm-hmm. Probably should. Of course. Ugh. Oh, Anyways, now he's yelling geez. at the dog. Anyway. Oh, God. I don't know. What are you going to do? I, I guess I wish I could do something, but it's like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll call somebody. Who knows? I'll be the, I'll be the Karen. I guess it's not a Karen. Anyway. That's, yeah, that's a good situation for that. 
yeah to happen um i love my geth jeans that you helped me find uh oh yeah fantastic like genuinely like great jeans hell yeah yeah you jeaned up they do or i am i i do but i don't know do you find i find myself falling into like loops of wearing certain things especially with just work and like seasonality but i wear these my matcha denim i guess we'll do fit check in a second but i wear like matcha denim geth jeans um I have another pair of black jeans from hybrid and then one other that I'll just like cycle through almost ad nauseum until it becomes summer. Mm. And then I'll switch to like a short slash linen pant rotation. And then I will just go back to the same. I kind of fixate on, on whole outfits. Like Mm. I'll have one outfit that I really like that I wear a lot. And then, and then like, I'll forget about it for months and I'll find a new outfit that I focus on. Um, While I'm at home, my like home outfit is almost identical for like large gaps of time. Sure. Do you um, like what do you what do you mean by home outfit though? Well, like Just I don't like what you throw on after work type of thing or no? What I throw on because I'm work from home. Yeah, but I have to get dressed. Like I can't just I can't work in my like sleeping or like cozy house clothes very much. Sure. Um. So I have to wake up and put something on, but usually that something is like sort of the same outfit over and over and it's yeah. like you know i just have to be wearing something other than like this shorts i slept in yeah no i feel you yeah yeah i'm uh what's it called just trying to like figure out i mean i love raw denim i love selvage denim and since we talked with amy i've been like oh you know i feel a lot more confident in just like wearing this one pair of pants into the ground um which you know i'm fairly confident doing and i want to do but part of me is like, damn, I really end up wearing like the same four outfits, which is just like either collared shirt, like vintage collared shirt or one of my sweaters, which is like I just cycle through two or three of them or one of my favorite T-shirts. And like, that's it. That's good. Having a uniform is good. The thing is like, like, yes, it's a uniform, but it's almost by I don't consider myself a uniform dresser and nor do I want to be. Does that make sense? Hmm. Yeah. I want to have a little bit more range. You want to get kooky with it? Not necessarily kooky, but I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out how to keep myself interested and feeling like I'm, oh, I'm like dressing up and like looking good. Like, I don't know. I feel like when I just wake up and throw on the same thing, sometimes it gets very repetitive and I don't necessarily feel engaged or like as confident as I would if I took out the time to like put together an outfit that's outside of the norm or my comfort zone, as it were. Start wearing Rick Owens. (laughs) <laughs> I think it'd be fun. I mean, we're both going to be in the city next year. I'd love to make video content, I guess, on the free time, Uh-oh. but we have such radically different style. I'd like to see how you would dress me and vice versa because we also have very different body types. That's true. Yeah. Um, How tall are you? You're 5'10", 5'11"? 5'9". Okay, so you're 5'9". I'm what do you weigh, guy. 155? <clears throat> uh, 130, 135. So I've got... I've got five inches and 60 pounds on you. <laughs> yes. So, I'm also so I might not you. be dressing you in my clothes. No, no, no. I don't mean like that. Like, I don't know. We could go to stores and just like try shit. I, you know, yeah. go to Dover street market or some shit. Who knows? I don't want to be filming in Dover street market. Actually. I'd throw myself off of there like sixth floor. However, in concept, it's good. We'll workshop this. Um, cool. I think Let's it do is it. like maybe you, I think anybody would have this experience, but there is a nice feeling that you get when you do put on an outfit sort of intentionally rather than just autopiloting what you've thrown on the past 
even week. Um, yeah, that's nice. why I like to go to the office once or twice a week. Because then, and trust me, the the outfit I wear to my office does not matter to anyone at my office. I don't think it doesn't matter what I wear, but it's nice to like every like a, every couple of days be like, oh, I have to pick a cool outfit. Mm. And in my head, I'm like, it has to be something that I like haven't worn before. I did that uh, when I was working at the city of Boston. And like the second day I put on an outfit to go into the office, I got dress coded. So <laughs> kind of shot myself in the foot on that one. Yeah, there's no one with like authority at my office, really. <laughs> it's a lawless wasteland. Where do you work? Yeah. <laughs> the Outback? <laughs> Outback Steakhouse? Um, I... <laughs> Serving up blooming onions in geo baskets. That'd be crazy. I mean, that yeah. tracks though, right? You need somebody with the Rion district or whatever it's called, like geo baskets. So What's showing that? up with a it's one of the Korean fake sites. It was uh um, no Daft, excuse me, was the one. Daft, yeah. Dude in Daft, Daft dunks, dunks serving you your blooming onion. <laughs> yeah. Uh speaking of, give me a give me a fit check. Uh sure. I uh I'm officially retiring my GmbH Asics at the end of the week they are cooked. Um, every time I put them on now and like walk around for half a day, I'll take them off. But the almost like foam on the backs of the heels will come out because it just grinds down because there's no like fabric separating it anymore. So I've set a resolution for myself. End of the week, got to find a new pair of shoes. Um, hopefully, won't bust through them now in like six seven months. It's just been. So annoying to constantly do that and constantly have to get a new pair of shoes every six months. So here's to hoping on the next one. If anybody has any recommendations for durable shoes that are just versatile and I can wear, you know, with anything, Solid. let me know. Huh? Boots. I have a pair of like RM Williams boots. The only problem is I drive and driving in boots is kind of uncomfortable for me. What? Yeah. Why? I don't know what it is. Just something about like keeping my like ankle at perfect 90 degrees at all times. It's just like, it feels weird on the road. I take my shoes off if I drive in boots. You Like uh, manual or automatic? Uh, either or. I started mm -hmm. doing it when I was in Australia because I had a pair of like work boots. I was like doing work in Tim's and manual was tough um, and I would just kick my boots off <laughs> to drive. Um, Yo, and when I got back, I was like, yeah, no, I just can't drive with boots on. It feels, I, I feel like I don't have as much control over the pedals. Driving manual with no sh with no shoes on scares me. Really? Yeah. Really easy. Why why does it scare you? I don't know. So I feel like I I feel like my feet are gonna fly off the pedals. I feel like what? I'm gonna like what? snap the clutch. I don't know. Have you done it? Hey, I think it's weird that you drive in with you can't drive in boots. You think it's weird that I can't drive barefoot. That's fair. I don't know. I like doing a lot of things. Barefoot. One of us is normal though, and it's not you. <laughs> it's been normal for the you know most of my life. Um, I really like playing golf barefoot but i've been thrown out of like multiple golf clubs for playing barefoot um, barefoot is legal i mean it's no there's just like put some fucking shoes on i'm like i only have sneakers and they're like sir we're gonna have to ask you to leave i'm like okay you can't wear sneakers at a golf not really range. you're not supposed to if it's like a nicer place like a country club they'll throw you out what are you supposed to be wearing uh golf shoes what's a golf shoe that's not a sneaker um like a, they're not really sneakers. Like look up, like they're like um almost like saddle shoes sometimes. Um, like the old Foot Joys, they've changed them a lot now where they're a little bit sportier. But like go on Foot Joys website and just look at their golf shoes. That sounds uh, like a website I should not be on on my work computer. <laughs> no, like look, they have like yeah, the, I know the ones you're talking about. Yeah, they got what is the the model the uh, the Premier shoes, the Wilcox. 
These are foot crazy. joy wilcox <laughs> wilcox foot joy don't don't google that yeah product uh, details it's like a patent leather um what's it called it's not a wingtip i kind of is i can't i can't really explain it i know the type you're talking about yeah yeah they're like a brogue yeah but they also made jordan golf shoes that a lot of clubs like won't let you wear um I don't know. It's versatile. Um, some clubs will be chill with it. Like public golf courses don't give a fuck as long as you're not barefoot. Um, but yeah. What's the rest of your outfit? Oh, uh, sorry. I've got a uh, my matcha denim on just trying to. I Oh, I got the crotch patched again. I told you, but uh, yeah. hold on. Yeah, show me. That'll be great for the podcast. Show me. Wow. Yeah, it was really patched up. Yeah. <laughs> don't take a picture of that. <laughs> I tried to. I tried to get a screenshot of that and I couldn't. <laughs> um. And then I've got this really old American Express shirt. Uh, it's my favorite shirt. I sleep in it. Um, I've also been moving out of my apartment, so I am not wearing anything nice or anything that's going to get ripped. This thing is covered in holes. One of the armpits is like starting to go. Um, I just love the shirt. Super comfortable. And then my old battered Red Sox hat. Um, Which you put on because your hair doesn't look nice today. That's correct. And you don't want to be FaceTiming me with bad hair. Michael, I'm nothing if not a professional. I'm nothing in that case. <laughs> what have you got on? Run me through run me through the fit, bruh. Run me the fit, bro. <clears throat> How much your fit cost? Uh, oh, yeah. Give me prices on everything. Okay. Um, this is a funny day to ask me that. Okay. Uh, I'm wearing Crocs. Okay. Those are like 50 bucks. I think they're 60 retail. Ooh. Why are you capping uh, on my fit check? <laughs> um... I'm wearing Uniqlo socks, probably about two or three dollars. I think they're like five, but sure, four ninety. Uh, um, some military surplus repro cargos I just got that I'm really excited about. Uh, seventy five. Okay. Uh, Supreme uh undercover T-shirt fifty, and um, I was wearing the the Virgil Abloh muse- museum hoodie, which I think was like fifty or sixty when I bought it. Yo, what if he was a crab? We could call him Virgil Crablo. Yo, what if he was really buff? We could call him Virgil Ablo. Podcast sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yo, what about Virgil Ablo? What for girls? <laughs> um, th- this is this is the this is my my most economical fit check ever. We did what? it. Yeah. Um, we made it. So the a couple of things I wanted to do today. First, I have like a bit of a rant, but I don't know if you've noticed this as well. So I on Instagram, um, I've gotten back on the side of like fashion creators for everybody. You know what I mean? Like not for the fashion crowd. So it's a lot of like, oh, Uniqlo try on haul or uh, H&M, you know, here's 10 pickups for H&M. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I've seen quite often the term investment piece thrown around and it gets me really annoyed because it's like, Oh, these acne jeans are an investment piece. And I'm like, first of all, no. Second of all, absolutely not. And third of all, like acne jeans often go on sale and then you can find them cheaper on secondhand sites. Like there's $40 acne jeans. It's not an investment piece. Yeah. Um, I don't know if people know I mean, the that definition. might be for someone. Yeah. I, I just, I it's, don't think people know the definition of investment piece anymore. It's gotten like lost to the ages. I think when people say investment piece, they mean this is worth spending a little more money on. Yeah, but which like is me. wrong. Yes. The, the, yeah, I'm I'm not saying that's true, but that 
That is what the, like when someone says the acne genes are an investment piece, it's like worth putting a little more money into than like H&M genes. I see what you mean. Okay, that went over my head because I was like, oh, they just mean that this is, I mean, colloquially, not colloquially, but like. Yeah, I think it's a dilution of an actual useful term. Yeah. It's just like there are so many fashion terms now that have really lost their meaning in ready to use some big words so I sound smart, but like in entering like the popular lexicon, right? It's like mm. investment piece, um, even like layering. Like people are like, oh, throw on an undershirt underneath your camp collar and get some layers going. I'm like, dude, you're wearing an undershirt. Like, are we kidding? Like, wh- what's going on here? Um, I, I just think... I, it's weird seeing terms that I was like Googling in 2015 being like, mm-hmm. oh, like what is a proportional outfit? Like, let's look that up. And people are just now, you know, T-shirt and pants. Look at the proportions like you're wearing T-shirt and pants. Like it is crazy. People <clears throat> I think this has been the case since like 2015. People say like, oh, the proportions of this outfit are correct. But then there's like every single outfit has a proportion of sorts. And sometimes like what you're saying is wrong with this one is what you're saying is good about this one is like, I I think I do. So two things, one unrelated, two things that are related to this, but not to each other. Um, When people, a term I've heard that is like maybe a better version for what people say is investment piece is like forever piece. Yeah. Like, I hear it a lot in leather jackets. Like, a leather jacket with, like, a knit cuff is not a forever leather jacket because that shit's going to go. Yeah. But if it's all leather, then that's sticking around and you can, like, repair the lining and, like, whatever Mm -hmm. else might fuck up. So that's, like, I think when people say investment piece now, they're not saying, like, forever piece. But I think they used to be much closer terms. Yeah. I mean, it's that weird line between, like, this is an idea like buy it for life that trend yeah. i don't know if even that's a trend but just like that movement um and i guess that's something good to talk about are there things that you've bought within fashion either that you didn't expect or that you did expect and you you know bought it for life that you've really been like pleasantly surprised with throughout their life or their their life span i guess i don't know i mean i'm a weird person to ask about that i think um there's been some like cuz it's you know rick itself is not known for its like durability yeah um i there's been a lot of things um, that i have like i feel like some of the stuff lasts quite a long time right yeah some of it's indestructible okay. um there's just been like there's been things that i've worn a lot more than i expected to and i sort of bought them as jokes i feel like another thing is that like th- the thing about like internet fashion and like fit pick culture and maybe especially when it was like in forums but still now is like in that context on a forum you are looking for a critique yep like someone posts something and you're like oh this specific nitpicky thing is off but you see that person in public and it's just normal it's fine it looks good yeah um i guess instagram's kind of the opposite of that i feel like instagram is more like instagram really no one's, validation no one's coming in with the constructive criticism like oh your hem is like three quarters yep. of an inch too long for those shoes it's like it's like bro went crazy yeah, nobody's nobody's talking shit on your fit on Instagram. Honestly, we should bring back talking shit. These kids wouldn't survive a day on style form in 2010. People were really mean. I remember oh, yeah. I was so mean. 14. I, ooh, ninth grade? That maybe I was no, I was 14. And I was like, maybe I'll finally post an outfit. And it was like 
the jeans my mom had bought me, which are like thin, you know, skinny cut, my like alien workshop tee. Um, I had some like maybe even Roshi runs, like, you know, grim outfit. Yeah. And I posted and I was like, this is my favorite thing to wear. <laughs> and I remember so vividly, I don't ex- I remember exactly what was said, but just this one guy was just like, kid, if I ever see you on the set again, I'm going to find you and I'm going to burn all your clothes. And I was like, there's no reason for this. Like and That guy was like 25 too. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Like sales associate at a banana Republic. Just like, <laughs> yeah. What the fuck did you just say to me? You little bitch. <laughs> I'll have, you know, I graduated top of my class at banana Republic training. <laughs> I have over 65 confirmed sales. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a brand ambassador. I'm top of the credit card sign up every month. What do you do? What the fuck did you just say to me? I'll have you know that I work. Oh, fuck. What's that? What's that boot brand? Oh, I'll have you know that I'm an ambassador for Thursday boots and have over four boots to my name. What is Thursday boots? They're like um like a made in USA boot company that used to sponsor a lot of people in like 2017, 2020. Mm, that's cool. Yeah. Um, Man, I vividly remember the first picture I ever posted to style forum or like super future i forget which one i posted on more oh i might have posted on super future but yeah sorry i remember the first outfit i posted to that and it was bad and i deserved to get rocked and i remember the first outfit i ever posted to like 4chan fa and it was bad and i deserved to get rocked yeah and you know what look at me now i'm perfect i don't think that there are i'm I don't think that there are a lot of cultures online, like maybe like maybe in TikTok comments, but there's not a fashion no, so forum now where you're going to get like forged in iron. You know what I there mean? There is. There is. What is it? So it's Discord. Oh, I mean, yeah, but that's mostly just people being like schizophrenic. It doesn't carry the same weight. I It depends on what discords you're in. I am not in any schizophrenic way. I am not specifically talking about the schizophrenic discords that I'm in. Um. Like our yeah, Discord, I mean, so- I'll, I'll say this. Our Discord is overwhelmingly nice, very positive, yeah. and there have been people who have asked for advice on outfits, and very good advice has been given, not in a yeah. kill yourself, your outfit sucks kind of way. However, I'm very unaware, for the most part, of fashion communities where people are trying to post and like 31-year-old wearing, you know, Goodyear welted boots is coming in and like dunking on them. Yeah, because like now it's sort of the, now it's the opposite. It's like, TikTok is the thing that exists for people to spew hate at you. Um, man, I, I made a li- an actual, like I made a joke, a self-aware joke about wearing Supreme boxers in a TikTok. And some kid commented like, wearing Supreme boxers just to be a mindless consumer. Like, are you not wearing underwear? They're, they're like not expensive. My nuts are as free as my mind, sheeple. <laughs> like... Supreme underwear is cheap on the scale of underwear. And it's funny. It's a perfect combo. How can you not? But I mean, for the most part, people are nice. Um, I I also learned, like, you're supposed to replace all of your underwear every six months. But I have a lot of pairs of underwear that I just, like, cycle through. I feel like, I don't know. I have a hard time digesting, like, myth from reality when it's intended for, like, guys who have four pairs of underwear that they just wear until they, like, are destroyed yeah i have so many pairs of underwear because i hate doing laundry and i only do socks and underwear laundry and i have enough that i probably you do, like workout shirts yeah i do but i have a I, okay yes i wash my i wash my workout shirts every time i 
I know it smells crazy in that apartment. (laughs) But like, I don't do laundry very often. Yeah. Because I have a stockpile of socks and underwear. Okay, Smaug. (laughs) I'm just like here on my, it's all in a giant Rick tote too. Well, no, the, the, la- is the it dirty really? laundry, the dirty, my, my, my laundry bag is a, uh, a Rick tote big enough to fit me. <laughs> what was the piece that was intended to go in there? I bought it off eBay. Uh, it's no one, no one officially knows what you have to order to get the really big tote. Okay. So there's a, there's the normal Rick tote size. Sure. <clears throat> and then there's the one that's kind of like three times that size. Okay. That is good for like groceries and stuff. I think that comes with like jackets a lot of the time or like uh, I got it with some like boots, but usually it's not with shoes. I don't know where that one comes from, but the really big one, no one knows. Interesting. Might have been some like gigantic runway coat. Who knows? That's what I was thinking. Wasn't sure. Mm. But yeah, so I, I people are on TikTok just to be mean. Um, although I have yet to like fully encounter that, um, cause as I said, I'm perfect. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, but, and then on Instagram, I feel like people are there to kind of be more nice. Um, yeah. I mean, so nothing but respect to, to Jacob day. Um, his Instagram comments which... are some of the like, oh. meanest, most vitriolic things I've ever seen. Like He's a nice guy, enjoying himself, putting on clothes, putting himself out there. And the comments are like constantly like, who let bro cook? Uh, Take that shit off. Um, God, why did you give me eyes today? Like, really? Oh, how my could God. you do that to Jacob Day of all people? He's he's just a happy guy, dude. It is heinous. How mean his TikTok are. or his Instagram comments? TikTok. I don't know about his Instagram, but just like I've seen screenshots of his his tiktok comments and it's like the meanest things of like that's crazy it's crazy it's crazy um have i gotten i don't think i've gotten anything i'm i have not gotten big enough to have people be mean to me yet and i think i'll know i've made it yeah i might convert the pod instagram to more of like a serious content thing and get rid of all the jokes Mm. um, and just start uploading like high quality stuff once a week i guess you have to do it more which is hard um I don't know how much time I have to do that, but um, But are you okay? (laughs) No, but it's fun to make content. (laughs) It's fun to like, it's uh, like, again, it's fun on our end. And again, forgive me if I'm speaking for you, but it's like something to do, right? Like it's something to go out and like, oh, you know, I'm going shopping. I have cool friends who also want to do this. Like, why not? Like, I'll put a video together. Um, I I think as long as you can keep a balance of like, uh, not getting so obsessed that your life is about content. So, yeah, I know a couple of people like that, and it's really hard to talk to them about anything other than yeah, those other. those people suck. I like I think I think I feel this the, the sort of the the metaphor is I feel this way about like concerts. I don't think re- recording a video at a concert is like the worst thing in the world. I think it's cool to like have that like memory. But if you go there and you're recording the entire fucking thing, why? Where are you putting that? You're taking like a thousand videos of like every song and you're not actually watching them. Well, the audio quality on those videos also fucking sucks. Yeah. Like I tried, I, liked- I took I took some videos when I went and saw Frank Ocean at Panorama and I was like, I'm going to listen to these and I'm going to cry like I did when I was there. 
and I listened, and it's like, let me see if I can find some. <laughs> like, that's the entire. That's my favorite Frank Ocean song. Did that come through? Yeah. <laughs> Great. That's what it sounded like in those videos. And I was like, why did I record these? And they're on like an iPhone yeah. 6. You know what I mean? Yeah. I. It's weird. And I, you know, I think that if you're like, hanging out with your friends, like take some pictures, take some videos. But if oh, yeah. you're like, bro, 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 can you do that again? Can you do that again? <laughs> Fucking le leave it alone. Encore. I missed the first one. <laughs> yeah. Just like not every good moment is better if you can watch it again. That's a, I, I, I mean, that's like a very good way of putting it. Yeah. Just like let those things be uh, beautiful, singular moments, you know? Yeah, so I think Taylor Swift is, or Taylor Swift fans are just like mentally unstable um, for the most part. Cool, like rabid. Good fans. segue. Um, <laughs> however, a lot of respect for Swifties. Um, I do enjoy Taylor Swift's music. Um, they Swifties just scare me. Um, but Taylor Swift, dude, insane dedication to her like performance and getting it done. I was talking to some coworkers. They're big Swifties. They're a little bit scary to me, but they were like, "Yeah, Taylor Swift had a night." where there was like thunderstorm warnings and the thing got delayed for like three hours as a result, maybe even four. And she comes out, like she starts her show at like 11 at night, 11 15 and people are still in there. And she does her entire like four hour set or three and a half, I guess it was. And she finished it like two 30 in the morning. Jeez, dude, that's crazy. Like so much respect to Taylor Swift. That's crazy. She's also dating a dude who, uh, said he wants to. Yeah. Maddie Healy is a nut. I don't Did he say that. Her. Oh yeah, I'll. Uh, the quote Maddie Healy said, "I want to." This was his like Adam Friedland show thing. Yeah, I mean Adam Friedland like you know runs a very successful podcast. I don't understand how the the clout of being on the Adam Friedland show drives you to say something like that. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like shock humor shit. It's never funny. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the same like it's the same group of kids that would like, oh, Google Blue Waffle. Like you have to Google Blue Waffle, dude. Yeah. You, it's so funny. You have to Google Blue it's Waffle. It's so funny. Um, how did we get onto Taylor Swift? Oh, uh, concerts. Yeah, I yeah. think I'm done with concerts. I went to the worst concert of my life, and okay, so I'm trying to be a reformed hater. I'm trying to have a very positive outlook on everything, trying to not like I've, I've already failed like 100 times in this podcast, but I'm really trying. I'm trying not to use the word hate because it's very strong. Um, and I also don't hate a lot of stuff. It just annoys me. But I went to this I, I went to this concert and I had taken like a half edible before I was in a great mood, got dinner with friends. I was like, great, positive mentality, going to go in. You know, I know one song from this artist going to go and enjoy it. It was two and a half hours of what sounded like every single band member on stage playing a different song over each other. And there was a guy grinding on me and I kept trying to push him away and he would keep coming back. I was overheated and drinks were like 13, $14. And I just, I was just standing there and 30 minutes in, I was like, I want to leave, but I'm going to power through this. I powered through two and a half hours of that fucking show. And I got nothing to show for it except a really bad night. What, what, band was this unknown mortal orchestra that was unknown mortal orchestra. dude they suck <laughs> they're so bad live they're so bad are you supposed to be swearing off 
concerts or are you just supposed to start going to good ones i because i know one of their songs and it was so good at being in trouble and i was like oh that's a good song maybe the rest of their stuff is good showed up i'm never i deleted the song on instagram or i'm sorry on spotify on the way home I'm like fuck that band i feel like most of the like coachella core bands is that coachella core i am that's I'm coachella core in my head okay i someone might get very mad at me for saying this okay i think i think most of those like uh trippy indie type bands are like coachella core only one that i will defend to the end of my life is uh melody's echo chamber no really good music it's it's sort of like again indie psychedelic rock but it's really good um and the lead singer is really cool online they have like a cool presence um they're just a very good band and whenever i listen to their music i'm like damn they're trying something different here and it's not just like you know the same old shit where you have two guys on guitars that are being fried in post do you like uh tame impala yeah i think it's fine something in me just cannot stand that band it's what i fall asleep to on planes <laughs> i fall asleep to uh bright eyes or young thug okay young thug is hard to fall asleep to because i enjoy the music but only Currents on planes. From Impala, just throw it on a plane like that or flower boy from tile the crater mm. yeah i've listened to it so many times my brain just like shuts off i can't fall asleep most places and i especially can't fall asleep listening to music unless i'm on a plane in which case i could fall asleep listening to anything for like what, 10 minutes what is it about planes that makes people go like absolutely feral it's just a weird environment you get like above eight thousand feet and people just like change uh they they start changing before the plane if you well, yeah yeah if you're like, in an airport people are their absolute worst versions of themselves what type of traveler are you uh in what sense so I'll give you my example. I'm very laid back. So I will show up to the airport like three hours before my flight. I will go and just like I have TSA pre-check. So I'll just like walk over. I don't check any bags. I'll just stroll through, get to my gate. I'll see if there's a lounge or something. And I'll just either pay to get in the lounge or I used to have like um a credit card that would get me into some of them. Or like, sorry, I Delta Miles um, yeah. and I could like get into one. I just go sit in there for like two hours, you know, relax, read a book or something. And then when it's time, show up at my gate like five minutes before it closes. I'm the last one to board. I walk on. I take any overhead space that I see available. Fuck where it, like I don't give a shit where it is. It's my bags going up. And then I get to my seat and I either read a book or I listen to music. Or if the person next to me is old and they're trying to talk to me and they look friendly, I'll talk to them. Other than that, I don't say a word. I'm I'm similar, but I'm I'm. I'm there for when they call my boarding group. Why? Because I usually, so I don't check bags. I hate yeah, checking neither bags. Do I. So I've got shit in like an overhead. Yeah. And lately, or like for the last like five years, there's been like so many times that I've had to like gate check my bag because okay. there's no space left in the overhead. They say that. It's always. And they always give me a hard time. And I go, well, so the exception is if you're flying to like, a skiing town and everybody's yeah. got their shit. I just am like, sorry, my EpiPen's in here. I'm not going to, because it is. I keep my EpiPen in my check bag. I'm like, I see, I'd not have to lie about that. Huh? I would have to, I don't have an EpiPen just say, in my just bag. Just say you have medication in there. Like you go on and there's a ton of overhead space. And if somebody's yeah. taking it and it's a backpack, you just say, whose backpack is this? Can you put it under your seat? And they're like, oh yeah, just call them out. What are they going to do? I'm not, th see, that's, that's 
where you stop being a chill traveler. No, no, no. It's I, I don't do it in like a confrontational way. It's happened to me two times on an airplane. And mm. I saw a guy put his bag and then backpack in the overhead thing. And there was no more space for like five rows. And I got to the seat and I was like, hey, dude, like, would you mind just moving your backpack? I just want to stick my bag in here so they don't gate check it. And he was like, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. Other time I got to my seat, it was like four backpacks and there was a family and none of them had stuff under their seats. And I was like, oh, hi, guys. Like, excuse me. I have a check bag. Would one of you just do this? They're like kind of giving me a hard time. And I was like, listen, you're not supposed to do this. Please. I don't want to make a scene. Would one of you just take this backpack and put it under? And they're like, okay, we got it sorted out. Fair enough. I yeah I I don't know respectful about it it just pisses me off the thing the thing that that I think is the worst part about airports and that I'm like I am my dad about is um when they start calling numbers everyone crowds in front yeah like oh you know group one and and everyone goes and stands in front of it and then you're trying to (laughs) yeah and then like you're like group four or whatever. And you're like, you think you're in line, but you're actually behind 20 gate, like group seven people. Yeah. Oscar, don't eat Lego. <laughs> While I was gone, he disassembled several pieces of this Lego set. I keep finding them chewed to death. He has destroyed some Lego pieces. He is heartless. He is a monster. That's crazy. I need to put them all back together. And oh, I need to put it back together and then see if I can figure out where things are missing. Okay. Uh, because there are definitely pieces missing from this now. Interesting. He loves biting stuff. He's a biter. He's a biter. <laughs> Quit biting my shit, dude. I don't know. Traveling is one of those really weird things. Also, you either, there's like two, oh my God, crazy people in the airport. I often get older men trying to physically assault me for having a like service animal in the airport. It's happened, like it happened two or three times and I was like, that's weird. And then it happened a fourth time. I was like, this is very odd. And then it happened a fifth and sixth time. And I'm like, I'm just going to start fighting people in airports. What was happening? So older guys, especially um, ones who have like, it's the same type of guy. They're wearing like Bermuda shorts, um, like big white t-shirt that they've like tucked under their stomach roll. And they're always at one of the bars, like, um, like Flanagan's or whatever, you know, like whatever the airport bar is. And I'm, you know, I've got like my backpack. I've got Leo, who's service dog, right? Like walking along with him. And always they'll just scream from across the airport like, fuck you. That's not a service dog. Fuck you. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck? And it happened like multiple times. They come over and they'll like get in my face about it. And they'll be like, I'm calling airport security. I'm like, who are you? Like, what the fuck? And they always smell like shit, always smell like alcohol. And it happens so regularly. And the fourth time a guy came up to me, he was like screaming in my face. He was like five, six. And I was like, sir, if you don't move, I'm going to hit you. And he was like, kept screaming. And I said, sir, like, please step aside. I'm going to hit you in the face. And he wouldn't move. And airport security was walking by. And I said, excuse me, would you mind getting this guy? He's giving me like really hard time. I don't want to have to do anything. Please. Like, can you help me here? And they were like, yeah, we're really sorry. Um, they let me board early, which was cool. I could think yeah. the gate attendant saw it, but I don't know what it is about airports or like me having a service dog and people just go ballistic. People just don't want to believe that a little guy like Leo could be a, a service dog. I, he's like, he's the ideal service dog too. Cause like he's super chill. Like when that shit happens, he just like kind of looks at me somewhat puzzled. It's like, are you going to do anything about this? I'm like, no, like 
you know, this isn't your job to like fight people for me, but like, damn, dude, like we really gotten ourselves into something here, haven't we? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm real sorry. That's that's people being their worst in uh in it's especially like the golf dads. Yep. No, I'd say that that's the yeah, that's the the genre. The genre. It's like yeah. those those guys are mad about everything one of those guys got my face he was like i'm tired of you purple-headed freaks coming in here and telling me my pronouns and i was like first of all i wasn't speaking to you (laughs) like what the fuck (laughs) what does that mean i don't know of course she has blue hair and pronouns (laughs) i'm like dude like i'm in my shittiest shirt and a boston red Sox hat like you do not (laughs) you do not look like a pronouns type of guy it's just crazy like i don't know what it is maybe it's me maybe it's like the fact i'm like looking kind of like relaxed and they just get mad. I don't they know see what how it is. relaxed I am and they hate it. Dude, I'm a target. I'm a moving target in airports. It's really weird. I am simply too chill for the airports and the, the dads do not like it. They say they I have a in chilled there. out cool vibe and suddenly I'm a problem. <laughs> they're in there mad as shit. They're yelling at people when they're trying to get their bags checked for no reason. And then I show up looking fucking chill as shit. And it's a problem. Dude, I don't understand yelling at airline workers. They're like the most in, in I don't understand jobs. yelling at any workers. Duh. But like airline workers have like no power and no bearing. And even if they do, you screaming at them isn't going to get them to change shit. Right? Like I had one time I had a check bag and a carry on and they were like, excuse me, sir. Like that carry on looks a little big. And I was like, oh, I'm really sorry. Like. Is there anything I could do? They're like, oh, we could gate check it. This is when I was in Australia doing my research project. And I was like, oh, it's full of film. Um, I'm really worried. It's also got my cameras in it. Like, is there any way I'll just hold it in my lap and like wrap my arms around it? And like, please, I just don't want any like damage to happen to it. And they're like, oh, okay. Like, that's fine. Just like, please be careful with it. I was like, okay, thank you so much. Like, that's all you have to do. Just be nice to people. So nice to people is a much better way to get whatever it is you're mad about unmatted. Yeah. I also, I've just tried to like in my life be a little bit more present. And for whatever reason, I've been in a mood recently where I'm just like talking to strangers. Not like Hmm. a, I'm not like just walking up to people and be like, Hey, what's going on? But like, Hey kids. No, but like, I don't know. I was doing like my motor excise tax at the city of Boston. And the woman was like checking it out. And I was like, Hey, like, you know, she was wearing a Celtics something. And I was like, oh, did you watch the game? We talked for like 10 minutes about the Celtics. And I was like, please tell me if you want me to go. But like, you seem chill. She was like, oh, yeah. Like, let's talk about the Celtics. She was sick. Her name's 55. Her name's Martha. Shout out her. She's cool as fuck. Dude, talking to strangers, mad underrated. Yeah, I I believe you. But I also most of the time don't don't feel up to it. I understand that. I feel like my social battery has been like much high. <laughs> I hate that term. But like. My capacity to just deal got a with lot of spoons. People. Yeah. My capacity to deal with people has been like so much higher recently. And like, I don't know. It's given me so much. Like, I'm a very socially anxious person, but it's helped. I'm like, everybody here is just like kind of struggling with the same shit. And if I'm pissed off about something, chances are dude is too. It's great. Yeah. I love it. They're more afraid of you than you are of them. So <laughs> I'm running at people at like one in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the Celtics game? Dude, don't you hate when people come sprinting at you out of the dark? Dude, that's terrible. (laughs) Classic. All the time. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm having so much fun recently. Just like, 
understanding that I don't have to be miserable. Like it's such a weird cognitive flip for me. But just like if you're friendly to people, just think about like flip. I, this is for me. I'm not saying like you in general or like anybody listening. I'm just saying for me, like I was kind of scared of people. I was like, oh shit. Like, you know, what if everybody in here hates me? But if somebody came up to me and was like, oh, hey, cool. Like nice shirt, dude. I'd be like, damn, that'd make my day. Right. Mm. Like walked past a dude in the street. He had a sick coat. I walked by. I was like, hey, like cool coat. He was like, thanks. I, I might've made that dude's day. Like. I do need to start complimenting people more when I see stuff that's cool. Compliment dudes. Dudes don't get enough compliments. That's true. I yeah, and also I if I compliment girls, it just seems like I have ulterior motives. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I it's feel possible like to get around very, that, obviously, but like I feel like you could do it in a very like non like you're just walking by. I I walked by two like older. I it must have been in like their seventies or eighties. One of them was wearing like these crazy like heeled cowboy boots. Like Yo. white cowboy boots, and I walked by and I was like, "Hey, I love your shoes." And she was like, "Thanks, honey." And like that—that that was it. I was like, "That was a sick interaction." She was so cool. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna try and do this in New York, and somebody's gonna be like, "Kill yourself," and I'm just gonna uh, be yeah. crushed. My world's gonna come shattering down around me. <laughs> That's the other thing is, I think partially I have lost a little bit of that as I've spent more time in New York. Yeah, New York does that to you. I don't know, but you know, there's like obvious places where I think that it's more ex- like. Especially like all the fashion people. There's this weird thing I think where every time you see someone, Oscar's on my keyboard making noises. Every time I <laughs> can't do shit, he is constantly walking back and forth on my desk I while I'm trying to work. Yeah, um, he just wants attention. Okay, why would you be mad at me? I'm petting. You. Anyways, um, <laughs> you see like like you see another fashion person like clearly fashion person in public and i feel like there's a lot of like tension sexually or just normal (laughs) just normal well you know depends depends on how your day is going um like there's a lot of tension where it's like almost feels like a competition but i think both people feel that and i think if one of them is just like hey cool outfit immediately everyone's like oh wait we're doing this for the same reason we're like the same genre I feel like if you were really confident in what you're wearing, it wouldn't be a competition. I'm not saying, look, I'm confident in everything that I'm wearing. I'm not saying I feel like I'm competing with them. It just feels like there's weird tension and like neither of you actually wants to directly look at the other one. I get what you mean. I I sometimes get weirded out like with women around my own age or slightly older. Like even if they're wearing something cool, I just have like, I don't want to be staring. I don't want to be that guy who's like, whoa, like. You know, a I don't, girl in yeah. Rick Owens. No, but like, I just I overthink it too much, and I just do like yeah. the thousand yard stare off into another direction. That's like, yeah, me too. I'm not, I'm not a weirdo. <laughs> um, I just like I I those are the ones I still get very confused on how to navigate or how to like you know act normally. <laughs> but in most cases, I feel like I've I've just become like a little bit more. Nobody gives a fuck about anybody else, and I keep saying oh, yeah. that, but I don't think I've internal. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, people think about you a lot less than you think they think about you. Yeah. The other thing, I mean, just thinking about, and I, I, this is part of like the realization, but I was just like going about my day, right? And like 30 minutes into walking around like the supermarket or anything else, I was like, how many people could I remember from this trip? Zero. Like not a person. Yeah, but what if one of them was in full Rick Owens and had long curly hair and beautiful eyes? I'd be like, oh, uh, I don't know anybody <laughs> else who wears 
Rick Owens, but yeah, like there was a joke <laughs> there. I just missed it. Hi Fiona. Like, I don't know. Oh, um, that is that. Yeah. That, that's a much better answer. Hair? That. She does now. She got a, a perm thing. Um, I don't know. Like, I think in the fashion community, especially for men, we need to be more complimentary of people who are like outside making yes. an effort, but also be better about giving and taking criticism online of people who are putting themselves out to be criticized. Yeah. I think we need to be meaner and also nicer. Exactly. If it, I would say yeah. this, we need to be more supportive because yeah. you can be supportive and kind of mean, and you can be supportive and kind of nice. They're yeah. not mutually exclusive. Um, I think a lot of it's attitude. Like if someone is like genuinely trying yeah, and like is clearly just like kind of new to fashion and they're like, oh, I'm like, you know, learning about this stuff, support them. If someone's like a uh, fashion killer wearing like the worst outfit you've ever seen, maybe be a little mean. Okay. The analogy I'd give it is like, if you've ever played pickup basketball and there's a dude there who's not that good, but he's trying, you're not going to be a dickhead to him. But if there's a yeah. guy who's being a dickhead to everybody else and it also sucks, you can be a dick to him and that's fine. Yeah, it's exactly that. It's literally just that. It's all attitude. If you don't and want people to be mean to you, don't be a dick. We can take skill out of that entirely and we can take fashion sense out of that entirely. If someone's nice, support them. If someone's a piece of shit, fuck them. Well, not like, but like be mean to them. <laughs> I will say this. <laughs> I really don't like, and I read a book about this. It's called Bright Sided, uh, How Positive Thinking is. Is that a Malcolm Gladwell book? No, it was. Sounds uh, like it. It does sound like a Malcolm Gladwell book. Hold on. It's bright. But it talks about essentially like people who force themselves to be happy and nice to others. It's Barbara uh, Ehrenreich. Um, mm. And the first section really focuses on the. Um, uh, almost like the psychology of um, women having cancer and how they're not allowed to think negatively and how mm. there's an entire business around like positive thinking and like, you know, negative thought is poisonous and, you know, you'll heal yourself through the power of positive thought, um, which in itself is kind of toxic because it reduces somebody's legitimate struggles with having cancer to you're only allowed to be happy or like thankful in this situation, yep. which makes a lot of sense. But Within fashion, I also think that there are those people who you can very, e not very easily, but sometimes very easily sniff out who are being like fake positive about things. And it's really off-putting. And I really don't like it. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. So it's people who, like a perfect example is somebody complimenting you, but it's it's just kind of like a backhanded or like, you know, they don't mean it type of thing. Oh, yeah. But it happens a lot with like, I found like online fashion creators where in their videos or their outward persona are very positive or they're very nice or, Oh, I'm always trying to help. But then like just inwardly are very like vitriolic and like mm. sassy and constantly putting people down. It's like, dude, like what the fuck? Like, what's going on here? It's just very odd. Um, I don't know. There's exceptions to every rule. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was just reading comments on a Jacob day video to check. People be really mean, mean, right? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. He's so, he's so cheerful about it though. I know. Good guy. Yeah, he's a nice kid. Um, yeah, I uh, I think it's I don't know. It's 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 uh there's a big issue with genuineness in a lot of these things. So, fashion is obviously a extension of somebody's personality, right? It's I like, I don't know about obviously an extension of someone's personality. Maybe I not obviously, it's how they want to present themselves. Fair? Yeah, physically, but I I have trouble drawing big connections between like this is 
the clothing I'm wearing and this represents like me as a person because a lot of the time I'm just a mannequin for something I think looks cool. That's fair. But I think in general, again, to bring up another book, there's a really good book called Billionaire Wilderness, which is about the um, uh, Appalachian Club. Fuck, what's it called? The something club. It's it's Club of Billionaires out in Wyoming, um, full of rich people who are like dedicated to the environment, kind of. It's a very interesting exploration written by a Yale professor. Um, but he really goes into the love of Wrangler jeans by people who are millionaires or billionaires because it mm. signals like a more down home, authentic personality or or trait, you know, externally. Like, oh, I've made all this money. I still wear Wrangler jeans. Um, that's part of why vintage Wrangler jeans will always sell well. Um, yeah, it's like the, authentic. It's like the classic like cowboy pant. Yeah, exactly. Um, just a regular down to earth guy in Wrangler jeans. Yeah, I'm just a regular down to earth guy who also is a you know CFO at Raytheon. Aren't I? You know, just one so of regular. one of you. So essentially, you know, the point of the book, it's not only about that. It's just a very interesting read as a whole. I would fuck. What's the club called? This is gonna piss me off. Billionaire Club, Wyoming. It's called uh it's teton county this is so annoying like i just can't find the name the something club fuck this is really gonna bother me oh yellowstone club fuck thank you we took a long time to get to the best part of the podcast (laughs) but my question that i was going to ask of you is are there certain things that you think people in fashion wear to signal that they might be like more approachable or nicer when it isn't necessarily authentic like billionaires wearing wrangler jeans I think it's kind of the opposite. Okay. Um, I think a lot of people in fashion are wearing a lot of stuff that makes them look unapproachable. What would be examples? I guess Rick is kind of like, you know, oh, scary. I So I, not to, to toot my own horn or whatever, I feel like a lot of people think I look kind of unapproachable. Yeah, I'd say that I, I had that experience when I first met you. I was like, oh, have, scary dude wearing all black. I've been told that for some reason I seem kind of, intimidating to talk to and then you talk to me and i'm just like a goofball and an idiot so i'm just a i'm just a flirty little guy i'm just a silly little guy in huge pants yeah um and i think there's a lot of that in fashion and i think sometimes Mm -hmm. it's intentional like there's a lot of like oh i want to like look unapproachable Mm -hmm. but i think more often than not it's just like that's kind of what's cool now and that looks really like scary and intimidating and then if you go talk to them they're just kind of normal they're kind of easy to talk to i will say some of the people who are like most into like dylan was a great example she's like what six four like well she's she's like six one but she was wearing heels. or no she's six feet now she used to be six two but she's six feet now okay wearing heels wears heels though very tall whatever i was like damn this person seems really like unapproachable she's so nice she's so cool Just real regular, soft, nice. Yeah. I like, you know, I guess the obvious answer to this is like the glamorization of thrifting or like homeless core. I I hate using cores, but you know what I mean, right? Like even, you know, I'm wearing like a tattered American Express shirt. It's just a shirt that I sleep in. I, I would never show up to something in this and be like, yo, this is a crazy fit. Like, you know, $100 for this shirt. I got this for $4.99 at a Goodwill. Right. But my point is like there's been a fetish fetishization of 
even like homeless or like looking broke, um, which is really odd to me. You know, like I feel see, like this is the Balenciaga spillover. Yeah, but it was happening before Balenciaga to a certain extent, right? So the Vetmont spillover. Yeah, I would say like Vet, maybe even okay. like Gosha, right? Like tracksuits. Yeah, well, so it's like what it, a lot of it I think is like Demna and Gosha and like those sort of people are drawing from their like childhood experiences yeah. of these like, you know, they grew up in like, they grew up poor and they grew up in like, as like refugees. Yep. And like Demna takes what he like loved as a kid and turns it into like a very clearly like not to use the word like like funny like high fashion proportions and like borrowing a lot from like the original balenciaga like archive to make something like a track jacket yep um but because that's not accessible to everyone it now like the easier way to get that is like giant oversized thrift clothes yeah it's interesting seeing fashion as almost like LARPing. And I know everybody's like, oh, your LARPing is broke. But like, no, you're like trying to emulate what high fashion brands are doing. I understand that. I wish we would get like people really going after like, uh, I don't know his actual name, but you know, Pure has like gauntlets, like metal gauntlets. Yeah. That he'll wear. Like LARP harder is what I'm trying to say. Like, I want to see yeah, a dude, LARP more. Like, I want to see you with a wizard staff. A rolling. I was gonna, yeah, yeah, yelling like yelling spells at me. I feel like we got to like Jake John Howard. If we got him like a floor length fur or or wizard coat and just gave yeah. him a big stick, he'd he'd pull it off. I'm at the Met Gala throwing lightning bolts. I'm in your baby mama's crib flinging fireballs <laughs> at just on head full speed. I just I I really enjoy people. I guess not LARPing, but just dressing up with their passion about. And this goes back to like a lot of the people that I'm friends with. They're just very passionate about something and it's fun to be around. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I wish that like, I don't know, I guess maybe this is like um, a question of authenticity. Right. But like somebody who's really passionate about paintball or BMX or whatever, there's always a high fashion equivalent to it that doesn't ever look as cool as the people who are genuinely invested in. Yeah, um, Absolutely. And I want to see more people who are genuinely interested or invested in the thing. Like, I don't know if you remember his name off the top of your head. You know that Swedish denim dude that just like... Swiss jeans freak? Oh, Swiss jeans freak. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say like... Rudy? He's sick, right? He's so tight. So cool. You get those... um, Fuck. I think it's Asa Toida. He's a South to West aid ambassador. All he does is travel or uh, Lucy something. They just travel and rock climb and fly fish and they look so cool i just want like to oh i maybe it's they're just not on my radar but i want to see more people who are just doing that and then brands who are trying to emulate the activity or the experience partner with them rather than taking from it and diluting it does that make sense julian carter oh julian carter rocks all the way yeah julian carter being like like so knowledgeable about military surplus clothing yes um I, Fiona has these these military pants that I found for we found them for like two hundred dollars at some like shitty Brooklyn not shitty it's actually a really cool store but they it's like a part of it's like a vintage store that sells things for way too much yeah and I sent him a picture and as the picture sent his typing bubble appeared and he told me the like the make of the pants and like how much they should cost and it was we found a pair for like thirty dollars on eBay right away. That's so cool. Um, 
Same with like, I sent him a picture of these cargoes and he was like, oh, those must be from like, those are like Vietnam War repro because of the way the pockets are cut. Yeah. Julian's awesome. I like, it's it's hard, especially for certain things, right? Like I'm very into fly fishing. I love it. I have a working knowledge of a few things, but there's not been like a, well, I'm going to go and read like Field and Stream from 1982. Like how the fuck am I going to read that? Nobody scanned them. Maybe I should be mm-hmm. the guy to do that. I don't know. But my point is like, you just have to find the people who are knowledgeable about it, like Julian or even like you with Rick, right? Like, you know, Rick isn't as unique, but it's really cool to be able to talk to somebody and tap into that wealth of knowledge that they have, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I really want to be an expert in something like that. And maybe I am, maybe golf, but I don't really care about golf fashion. I'm just like, I was yeah. sick at it. Um, I don't know. We need more experts. Yeah. In, Go in geek anything, out about something. I'm really interested anytime I see anyone who has like some passion I don't understand for like something I'm not passionate about. I accidentally found uh, just like looking around Instagram. I found a very small Instagram of someone who is obsessed with New York graffiti artists. Oh, and wait, can is tell it them Disco Briscoe. Bryce, Bryce. No, no. Like this person has like a couple hundred followers. I think I was looking through hashtags um, and they they have like they take a bunch of like this is all the graffiti I saw today and mm-hmm. this is who did it and this is like what's interesting about it compared to their normal style whoa and, like, this is a like this is a rare find because I'm used to seeing them do like full uh pieces and this is yep. just like a, a, a like throw up or like an outline or like whatever you know do they like Banksy <laughs> they they know the names of all these graffiti artists. I and yeah, like yeah, their yeah. like affiliations. It's crazy and it's really cool to see. There's one graffiti artist who I genuinely want to meet. His name's it's Dio or Vio, but he's tagged like most of I-95 in New York and Connecticut. Whoa. It's crazy. He's everywhere. I want to meet this other Blob guy who Dylan. Drew a dog, but a lot of his stuff has gotten covered up. Hmm. Have you seen Blob Dylan? Blob Dylan's sick. Yeah. No. It's literally just that sharpied a ton of places in New York. Cool. Where's Bob Dylan? Come out now. I see that and I see a sticker that says Big Chef Dog Steak Cooking. I haven't seen that one. I see that one all over the place. I'm going to say uh, call for a good time and just put your phone number. I'm going to put that everywhere. Do it. Let's go. I want a good time too. I don't know. I just like, I I love, I, I just, it makes me so happy when somebody has a passion. They're not afraid to talk about it. Hmm. You know, like. I guess it's really not a hot take. It's one of the things that like attracted me to my girlfriend. She's very passionate about like medicine and really knowledgeable about it. I'm like, damn, like this is kind of hot. Like (laughs) tell me more about the the neuron and like severe hydrocephalus and in, you know, pre-adolescence. It's so cool when someone has that like fixation about pretty much anything. Yeah. It's fresh. And that's why podcasts are actually good. Yeah, I agree. You know, I posted that black and white picture where i made my eyes deep blue and the Supreme well, you look logs. like a white walker yeah uh and jake john howard liked it and that was the whole goal because that is jake john howard bait i feel like he's gonna he's gonna start posting in that style now yeah just like the any jake john howard pulls up so much like uh nostalgia from the like early 2000s type things like he okay. pulls up a lot of these like memes and like photo editing styles yeah that i'm i'm used to seeing that i like saw a lot back then 
Does that make sense? Am I being yeah, crazy? Yeah, like the Kawhi Leonard fried photo of him meeting Obama in 2013. Do you know that one? Yeah. Um, or just like it's it's either that or it's like modern things that are campy. Oh, I meant to tell you, I've got you beat on uh Yu-Gi-Oh cards in the phone. I have the best Yu-Gi-Oh card. What is it? Cucumber horse. Cucumber horse? That's a real card. Cucumber horse. Read That's weak, so kid. tight. That <laughs> I have a second one. So you want it? So tight. Yes. <laughs> All right, I'll give you my other cucumber horse. I'll trade you a blue eyes for it. <laughs> I have so many. Yeah, I'll, I'll slide you my my other cucumber horse. People always see this blue eyes card in here, and I like, and they're like, "Whoa, sick!" And I get really nervous because I'm like, "Don't talk about Yu-Gi-Oh." Dude, Yu-Gi-Oh is it's. I feel like you'd really enjoy playing it. I don't think I'm built like that. It's really fun. My friend taught me over this past year. It's a really good time. If I mean, you... I used to really like uh I used to really like Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not completely stealing Valor. I did have these cards because oh. I used them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I um I got back into it um because I used to play as a kid. I would also play uh I think it was called Duel Master. No, not Duel Masters. It was some sort of like other card game. Um Duel. I had so many of the cards and I would play it so much. Oh, it was Duel Masters. Yeah. Do you ever play Duel Masters? No. I maybe I gotta recollect these because the cards were so cool. Um I remember playing with my friend um my friend Ray, I think. I played with him a lot. But dude, like some of the I'll send I'll send a photo um of them to you. Um but I had a great deck and then I lost it. Um and then I left my my binder full of Pokemon cards out in the rain accidentally because my friend and I went oh, no. inside to eat lunch. And I had like, I think I had almost a complete set from base set, all first editions. I had Fossil. I had, um, oh, fuck. Like all of the cards from, I guess like 98 to 2004. No, 2005. I had near full sets because I would trade with my friends. Like that's what we would do at fucking preschool or whatever. Yeah. Um, and there was a big top near my house that would stock um, all those old sets. They must have just had them in the back. And they would like bring them out. So you could buy base set cards in 2004. Um, you know, first editions was crazy. Um, but the one card that I kept and, you know, I pulled it out of the binder because I loved it was my Charizard. First edition, Shadowless Charizard. It was trashed. Like, you know, whatever. But one of my little brother's friends stole it like out of my bedroom Yo. in high school. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Are you serious? Evil. Never got it back. Um, I shot you some Duel Masters cards. They're crazy. That was a fun game, dude. Oh, these are insane. They're so fresh. I wonder if I could buy a set of them right now. I'm going to get back into Duel Masters. I'll be the only kid in the world. Um, well, that'll be kind of hard to play then, huh? Okay, Anna, get the deck. I'm teaching you how to play Duel Masters. This is crazy. I, I, fuck. If anybody has Duel Masters cars, I will buy them off of you. Um, Michael, let's wind down a little bit. First, Discord code. Um, what should people message if they'd like to join the happiest place in fashion, the Pair of Kings Discord? Uh... Cucumber horse. I was going to say that or just message us something about something you're really passionate about. I'd love to hear more from people who are really excited about certain things. Just geek out. Just come geek out in the DMs. Yep. Hop but in. Tell me that you're doing it because you want an invite because sometimes people just do that. Yeah. True geekers only. <laughs> True geekers. Um, Michael, let's do song of the week. Um, you go yeah. first. I want to I hear what you're, what you're listening to. Uh hot rotten grass smell by wednesday what is this it's good what kind of music is it um rock ish it's good okay so let's do it it's 
my friend just sent me this album. I've only just started listening to it, but I really liked the first song almost immediately. So we're going with that. Is it a smaller band? I've never heard of Wednesday. I have no idea. Okay. Um, 30, 351,000 monthly listeners. It's not tiny. Yeah, definitely not small. Um, okay, I will go with Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba. Yo, I get knocked down. I love that song. It's, um, I was listening to, um, fuck, what's the song by Third Eye Blind that I sent you? Uh, uh, it wasn't listening. Uh, Semi Charm Life. Yeah, the, the Crystal Meth song. Yeah, the Crystal Meth song. But I was listening to it, and I was like, this is kind of sad. I'm going to listen to Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba. That song has always been really funny to me because it's Ch- not... Chumbawamba or Third Eye Blind? No, nah, I mean, Chumbawamba couldn't be funny. That's an artistic masterpiece um, and a very serious endeavor. Um, Chumba on my wamba. <laughs> t- she <laughs> like she, thumped, she thumped my tub till I Chumbawamba. <laughs> um, no, the... Semicharm Life is like it was a popular radio song. Mm-hmm. It it's like all the kids in my like elementary school knew all the words to it. And then I like Wait, at some uncensored? point So I don't know if I like I knew the like chorus, you know? Yeah. But I don't think anyone ever actually listened to the part where he's like doing crystal meth will lift you up until you break. What was the uh uh you're the prettiest, I must confess, those little red panties past the test or whatever? Yeah, it's crazy. The 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 I really enjoy that that type of music, and I think that's like pretty specific to that era where it sounds really actually it's not specific to that era. Music that sounds really happy. Yeah, but then it's you like listen really to dark. it and you're like, oh, he's talking about smoking meth. <laughs> what are other examples of that? I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up on Spotify. Music that sounds happy. I have a bunch, but I don't really. Oh, uh, uh, fucking, uh, Dancing in the Dark, <clears throat> Bruce Springsteen. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that song is like, it's like, do, 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 do. It's like, it's like so happy, and then he's like, man, I hate my life. Yeah. I guess that's a lot of that, that, like, kind of music, you know? It's a lot uh, of, like, Bruce Springsteen music. Oh, oh, even, like, Hey Ya by Outkast, where he's just, like, hoping that. Oh, yeah. Because that song is, is 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 like is like cynical. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm trying to read about other ones. Let's see. They got fucking a Selena Gomez song on here. I don't. I don't know any Selena Gomez songs. Does anyone know any Selena Gomez songs? Oh, Pumped Up Kicks. That's a classic one. Oh yeah. That's a weird ass thing to be like. I'm gonna write a song about this from this perspective. Uh, what other ones? Bad Romance by Lady Gaga. Not really. Mama yeah. Mia by Abba? What? That's not a sad song. Is it? My, did I ever let you go? It's a, yeah. That's a that's a. Why did I ever let you go? It's not like sad. It's not like I'm smoking meth. Just like ah, yeah. Fair enough. I miss you. Oh, Dancing on My Own by Robin. That's a good one. Oh God, that song is so good. It's a really good song. I wouldn't say it sounds that happy though. What is your um pick? For, oh 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 uh habits that song by tovlo that's a good song i like that song she just talks about like getting drunk and having sex with random people because she's sad oh yeah yeah um wait uh mama me is a song about breaking up with someone because they cheated on you yo that's fresh really i've been cheated by you since i don't know when so i made up my mind it must come to an end oh that song's so good i've been cheated by you dude i love 
if you take me to a party and you throw an ABBA, I'm gonna be like a 40 year old white person. I'll be so dancing called to my free knees. thinkers when when Mama Mia comes on. I don't give a shit. Yo, my my like a true sign of like the era I went to college in is that my song for that is like uh Dance Yourself Clean by um L C D sound system. Really you'd pull that out at parties? That was a big ass like I w- that was like the somewhere in the middle of the night, all the like fucking hipsters always put that song on. I feel like there were certain songs when I was in school that you could like Mr. Brightside got played at every party. Everybody loved yeah. that song. It's a classic. That's, that's universal. Um I heard over my head a few times and everybody always lost it when I came on. Like the fray? Yeah. That's tight. People got really excited by fucking <laughs> over my head. Um there was a remix of How to Save a Life as well that one of the frats would play that everybody loved. It's really weird, but really good. I hated the phrase a kid, and now when I hear it, I'm like, all right. Yeah. Step one, she says we need to talk. Um, Where are they now? God. What? Yeah, what happened to the fray? They're just, they're fucking sleeping on a bed of money. What happened to the all-American rejects? That's what I want to know. Oh, man. Uh, they are, the phrase still exists. They're playing in Illinois on June 10th. Oh, uh, it's like watch. It's like watching like a sports car just get slammed into a concrete partition. Just give it up, guys. <laughs> when when bands like that who have like a hit song from 2005 and have continued to make music ever since play shows and you're like, ah, you guys what, like, like Ja Rule. who gives a fuck what ja rule thinks have you seen that video of ja rule performing at halftime at a milwaukee bucks game no i don't think i've ever seen people be less excited to see anybody perform than ja rule oh god that's sad look it up it's it's if you enjoy like cringing like that's a great i don't i absolutely do not oh damn Uh, let's wrap it up i gotta go listen to mama mia by uh abba Nice. Next time you have a barbecue, put me on aux. I'm going to be playing ABBA and fucking The Fray. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> and third eye blind. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah, no, that would go over really well at any of the barbecues I've ever had. Also, let me know when you're going to do one in advance. I'm going to smoke some ribs and I'll bring those. You can smoke ribs. <laughs> Tell me, a, 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 what? Hickory smoked this rib? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just let me know. That's that, folks. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. Thank you so much to everybody for listening. This has been the Pair of Kings podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Pair of Kings Pod. You can email us with any business inquiries at Pair of Kings Pod at gmail.com. I'm your host, Saul Thompson. You can find me on Instagram at Saul Thompson. I'm joined this week by my wonderful co host. I am Michael Smith. You can find me on Instagram at, at underscore Smithstagram and somehow on TikTok at Smithstagram. No underscore? No underscore. Inconsistent brand. That's terrible. You got to change that. I need to kill whoever has Smithstagram. <laughs> but together, we are the Pair of Kings podcast, where once a week, every week, for the foreseeable future, we are bringing you business as usual. Tom Foolery as planned. Have a great Thursday, everybody. Join the Discord. Message us on Instagram, whatever it may be. We'd love to hear from you. Take care. Uh, I don't know. Do something cool. Go get some Duel Masters cards. And as always, wear what you like and like what you wear. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Clear power high.